Welcome to the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Herbie Mack. Look, this podcast is raw, authentic, and unstripped. We're going to turn these hard conversations into conversations. This is the only way we can break the stigma when it comes to mental health and suicide prevention. Now, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review, baby. I need them five stars. Sit back, enjoy the show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Herbie Mack. Today, I'm honored and blessed to come across this young woman's radar. Um, she goes by the name of Ice. I'm so thrilled. I want to hear her story, but obviously I can't tell it better than her. Ice, please introduce yourself. Hi, HB. So nice to meet you. Thanks for having me in your Just Believe podcast. Uh, the name of this podcast itself is really amazing because in the current world, all we need is belief, hope on everything. So I love the concept of this podcast. So about me, I worked as a celebrity, like a media person back in India. I started my journey when I was 16. I got into a dance reality show, won it. And then I started my TV hosting uh, skills. So I was hosting a couple of primetime shows and then I got into serial acting. So uh, when I was 23, I got married and moved to the United States. So I'm here for nearly more than five years now. So uh, how I relate to your podcast is, so once I moved to the United States, uh, myself and my husband, we went through a big financial crisis. So my husband's family has like looted all the money from us. So we were like in a very bad situation and I have left my career, a very good career back in India, having hopes that my life would be better here. But then we had to go through such a, a terrible roller coaster ride and now we are in a very good position thanks to God thanks to our family so yeah that's it uh, those times were like the uh, very low point in my life I, I I've been totally depressed I gained a lot of weight and then I transformed I lost like um 50 pounds in eight months. Yeah, I was so aggressive about the workout thing. And then I transformed not just physically, but also mentally. And today I'm I'm a teacher. I train students in acting and modeling at Barbizon Acting School. And also I, I have my own dance studio, Artishwari Academy, where I promote a traditional art form called Karagatam, where I balance a pot on my head and dance with it. So I've been conducting workshops, traveling across USA and Canada and taking classes. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even ready for that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. So you're originally from India. Yes. So you was able to do media there first? Yeah. So uh, how it started is actually I was a very uh, extracurricular kid, uh, even from the childhood age. So uh, I was always interested in giving speech, participating in different competitions, and I always win it as well. So uh, and uh, uh, during my 10th uh, 10th and high school holidays, my brother was also interested in this media uh, talent thing. So he participated in a talent hunt competition from a TV channel. I went there as an audience to see how these uh, set, set things, everything work. And there, one female participant didn't show up on that day. So <laughs> they, they got impressed by the way I speak and all that. And they asked me if I want to give it a try. So I just give a try. And then I won the competition. And that's how I got into the industry. <laughs> yes. Do you see how the <laughs> universe work? <laughs> that is outstanding. You're like, I'm just going to show up and, but look what was handed to you and look how your career started in, in, in the media. That's outstanding. 
Yes, yes, that's totally true. See, when we believe something that we do, uh, and when we don't expect anything out of it, universe leads the way. If we are like so focused on the result, if if our work is more result oriented, then we will get stagnant once we reach the result. I've never been result oriented. I always try to enjoy the journey. So that's why I think I believe universe takes me to the next levels. <laughs> oh, yes. No, I definitely agree. Sometimes we get so focused on doing one thing that we lose, we miss out on the best thing ever, right? Yeah, that's you know? so, because we'll be so focused on getting that thing right. But by the time we reach, reach the destination, we will think like that that may not be right by that time we reach, right? So it differs, it keep changing, things keep changing. So we should be adaptable, go with the flow and try to work on our craft, try to improvise ourselves, try to learn more and then, uh, yeah, rest, I <laughs> leave it no. to the <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, that is great. Um, how long was you in the media over there? Uh, so I worked nearly uh, eight to 10 years. Yeah, okay. 10 years. Yes. Okay. And then you, I don't know how, but you was able to land a dancing show? Like yeah. you was able to, 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 are you naturally a dancer or it was something that like, Okay. Yes, I am. So I actually, uh, very young, when I was very young, I was terribly sick. Around when I was 10 years old, I got typhoid, jaundice, malaria all together. Yes. And I was hospitalized nearly for one year. So uh, before that, you you can like uh, uh, see, see a look at my life in two different time frames before my sickness and after my sickness. So before that, I was like a regular kid. I go to school. I am good with studies, but I didn't have much of this extracurricular activities, talent, skills, or something like that. But after the sickness, that gave me a kind of perspective because I was literally on my deathbed. And when I recovered, I was hit with reactive hip arthritis, which is like I was not able to walk at all. I cannot feel my hips that time. It usually occurs for people of age 65 and above. But since I got I got hit with uh, three major disease, my body couldn't take it. And I got the reactive hip arthritis. So I had to go through a lot of physiotherapy to recover from that so that time I decided when I get my life back I'm going to live to the fullest so I once I recovered from the sickness I started learning everything possible so that's when I learned this traditional art form the thing that you see behind me the decorated pot it's the karagam i put it on my head, balance with it and dance with it. So I also learned another traditional art form where I tie a stick to my leg and dance on top of it. It's called Poikal Gudre. So these talents and all I started learning one by one. And the moment I got into media, there another opportunity appeared for the dance reality show. So I thought, why not? <laughs> Let's put all these uh, things that we have learned to this show. And uh, that's how I got into the show and won the title. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's <laughs> Amazing. I had no idea that you went through that. I can imagine um I can imagine going through that and you're probably trying to find hope. Yes. Right? Yes, that's so true. Because see uh uh, at that very young age, you are in a very vulnerable state. On top of it, we are not a very well-off background. My has, uh, my father has only a small, uh, what do you call a mom-pop store back in yeah. India. Okay, So uh, I was hospitalizing your kid for nearly a year. It takes a lot of money, right? So 
uh, during that time i was even worried about that my my worry is not about only getting better but i was worried that i'm being a burden to my parents they can't afford these uh, medical services things like that so and my mom she's a very timid uh, polite person and she, when when the doctor asks like uh, what happened to your doctor because every time you see a different doctor they'll ha- ask the entire history right by the time she explains itself she'll be all tears so i had to do the explanation so first i got this disease and then this happened because one medicine will give side effects to the other disease that's how i like it kept on going and going so as you said hope is the only thing that kept me going because at that time yeah i don't remember anything else but having hope that one day i'll get away get get away from this bed and the, from that day onwards nothing can stop me yeah that's what i was thinking during that time <laughs> what what age was you uh 10 yeah it started oh when i was 10 and i completely recovered when i was 12 12 and a half yeah okay see i'm i'm that's that's powerful in itself like that is you are a true superhero i want to tell you that um so after you you finally come out your shell right and you like i learned all these rituals of dancing i want to dance and you 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 nailed the 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 dancing reality show how was that experience oh that was amazing because when i started learning dance itself it's not something a regular dance style as i told you uh, uh, tying a stick to, to my leg and dancing on top of it my mom even my instructors were very afraid because coming from a hip arthritis background how will i be able to balance and if i get any injury that will be even difficult to recover from right so but i had this drive inside me i was like if not now then when and uh, i was like i never had second thoughts about it i i can do it if i cannot who will <laughs> that's how i always see at life look at life so the reality show is like a real good turning point in my life because that gave me a huge fame and that's uh, only after that show i got into the anchoring tv hosting shows uh, opportunities so and in that reality show particularly uh, there is a very famous dance choreographer is one legendary choreographer in india his name is sundaram master so i he was in the media industry even before i was born okay he is like a great legend and he t- told me that uh, he is seeing the real god as in me when i perform so that kind of uh, made me so emotional and that that's how i see dance as well a dance is more like a meditation for me yeah. i feel my best self when i do the dance and it gives me a balance both physically and mentally yes <laughs> i love that i love that no i i i talk about like dancing as well like as far as like you know whether you're dancing like like your type of style of dancing with like choreography or just letting the the, the hands and the body just do whatever it does it, it's relieving like it, it whatever stress that you have is just just exit the body you know you're like oh man i was actually mad about that i'm not even mad about that anymore yeah, um that's why they call it a happy dance sometimes right when you get happy you dance but it's very important to dance even when you're sad because you will immediately feel happy if you dance yes yes no no that is key um but look it led to you landing an anchor job yeah Did you, but it seemed like you had like no no dreams of like hey this is what i'm going to do as a career 
Yes, that's so true. Yeah, I was a regular school going girl. And yeah, I've done like a couple of things in my school days, like I've attended this cultural exchange program. Where majority of the things were focused towards dance. And I was also part of this, oh, what do you call NCC in the United States, a corporal, like before yeah. army, you'll get a training during school days, right? Is there anything like that in the United States? As far as like before we are... Uh... Yes, yeah, so like most yeah. March pass, uh, drill everything yeah. during the yeah. important days. Yeah, so I was a part of that, and I was the parade commander of India in my school days. I I used to do the drill, march pass, giving commands, things like that. So yeah, I I I always I'm always open to options. I always want to learn more about myself and what this world got to offer. So when I got this anchoring job, as I told you, I'm always good at speaking i interact with people so well and i have this command when i step on a stage and talk people will listen <laughs> even minimum when i was young so i thought okay why not just give it a shot and that too turned out to be so well because i started as a duo anchoring when i first started uh, myself and another female anchor was with me and then i started doing my own shows uh, celebrity interviews movie reviews things like that so that really took off because a dance reality show I did only one but when it comes to anchoring I did like more than five to ten shows yeah okay. series of shows yes okay so now you, now you're doing the anchoring thing yeah so now I'm like doing only events not a regular tv show kind yeah. of thing because I moved to the United States and now I'm more into taking this workshops because the dance form that I told you that I mentioned is now at its dying stage. Only few people in the world knows how to perform it. So I really want to promote that art form and prevent it from dying. So I'm more focused towards on taking workshops on those dance forms. So the, the question I was going to ask was, um, you mentioned that you married, right? That you yes. found love. Like, yes. was it from anchoring or was it just outside of, of your career? Okay, so <laughs> this this might sound like shocking or surprising to you, but in India, it's a very common thing, arranged marriage, okay? okay. So where our parents uh, meet each other and we have this horoscope for the, the bride and groom. They see whether the horoscope match. And then if we like, like they will, they'll uh, exchange photographs if we like each other by seeing the picture, then we'll give a shot by uh, doing a video call because my husband was here in the United States during that time. Okay. So we spoke through Skype and Zoom and then we got like, okay, uh, this guy seems to be nice. He is understanding. And then we thought, okay, let's meet in person and see how it works. So when he came to India, that was our engagement actually. So I found love after marriage. <laughs> That's how I should do that. Yeah. I love that. I might name this the podcast that I found love after marriage. Yeah, because I, I'm also a believer of there is nothing called a happily ever after because mostly usually this Disney princess thing or the marriage itself, they, they overrated by calling, okay, once you find your loved one, that's it, you're all set for life. It's not how it works. You have to put the work every day because see, even for our parents, they have seen us from the day we are born, but we get, uh, we get into conflicts there will be misunderstanding 
something even with our person how can we expect a man or a woman that we have met only like a few months and then asking them to understand us completely from top to bottom that's not happening right so uh, and uh, i'm pk my husband name is pk so pk and i met we kind of felt a connection between each other and we thought okay with some work, work with, by putting some additional work we can work it out yeah this seems to be a nice match and one important thing that i liked about my husband when i first met him is he had no clue who i was back in india like he is not he don't watch yeah. he much uh, he doesn't know that i'm a celebrity he doesn't know that i had big big cutouts uh, i was in advertising no idea yeah no <laughs> idea at all oh that kind of impressed me because usually when people uh, other male who tries to flirt with me back in india they come to me only because i'm famous they try to impress me by talking to me pk is like oh you're doing all this good for you <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, that's nice, but uh, yeah, I'm really trying to get to know you. Yeah, he's more interested to know about the person that I am rather than the work that I've been doing. So that's kind of impressive to me. So yeah, as I said, we found love after marriage. Oh, that's key. <laughs> that that is key. Um, you know, I married myself, and even though like everybody like, oh, you married, your life is so perfect, and it's like, no, every day you still have to learn how to communicate. You still have to learn how to deal with this person, right? Like. She have to deal with my shenanigans and vice versa. I have to deal with her shenanigans. Um, but that is key. How, what was the process of you leaving India to come to the US? Okay, so that was a bit challenging, but I was mentally prepared for it by from the moment I entered media because that's how things work, right? You cannot once you got your own wings, you have to fly out of the cage. You have to fly out of the what do you call the nest? Yes. Yeah. so i uh, i was mentally prepared for that but still it was even very difficult for me because i had my complete roots in india my family friends the career that i've built everything was back there uh but I, how i saw it is it's not like i'm leaving behind something but i'm entering into something new that's how i saw it i saw it like this is the next phase of my life let's see what's in store for me over there so by changing that perspective it kind of helped me to adapt to my new reality new normal so it was challenging but at the same time uh, very what do you say exciting journey i would call it so but as a, a, a lot, unlike the regular couple our honeymoon phase was never a honeymoon phase <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as I told earlier, we had a very big shock waiting for us in the United States. So, yeah, but until I started, it was all nice, exciting. <laughs> the moment I reached the United States, it was all like, oh my god, this is what been going on in our life. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, the beauty about like the struggle mm-hmm. is having someone there with you. Sorry, I, I said the beauty about having like going through the struggle is having someone there with you. right like having someone there to understand like you're not by yourself right cuz i'm pretty sure that broke that that put y'all together like on a different level of like okay like he's actually caring about me like he actually or she's actually caring about me during this hard time and this hard phase in our life um i can imagine that made y'all stronger as a unit not just in, individually that's so so true i totally agree to it because my husband even today he mentions if you had left me during that time i 
i i would be nowhere here like i would be nowhere because he uh, i i could have seen that situation in a two different ways one my husband betrayed me because he didn't tell me that in the first place <laughs> once i came here only i no realized that we are bankrupt we have no money his parents to call his money and cheated on him or i could have seen it like even my husband got betrayed by his parents so i chose to uh, see it in the second way because he trusted them he trusted them with his money because they are his parents but it's it's their mistake to cheat their own son right so uh, i also realized at that point uh, thanks to my previous experiences or <laughs> i don't know what it is because uh, i saw my husband pk if i leave him now he is gone that's it because yeah. he has no purpose to live for uh, and already is so devastated he's like the 33 year old man but no uh, evidence that he had lived so far because his family cheated on him he lost all the money that he had, he had learned so he earned earned so far so what is there for him un, un, uh, other than me only if i stand he he can at least look up to me and okay i'm going to work for her going forward i i, I have some reason to live for so uh that that kind of encouraged me to stand with him but it's very easy to say now but in that situation oh yeah so, you're like yeah. man what what do i sign up for <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. even my parents are so upset they are like okay it's your call uh, we are okay with any of your decision if you want to stay you stay or if you want to leave that's also fine because you have a better life here but then i thought no things happen for a reason let's see uh, and i also believe there is no running away from problems yeah. if you run away from one you will face another the only way is through so i thought okay let's let's support him and let's see the end of this thing where this things lead so that's how we saw it and uh, yeah as you said we are very thankful because we built this closeness the understanding that we have now all thanks to those issues because we are we will be talking like 20 30 hours a day <laughs> yeah, yeah. not even 24 30 hours a day we had to discuss so many things we had to plan each and everything the expenses what and how to have trust going forward and building trust gaining my trust again was a big challenge for him because i decided to stay but still it was difficult for me to completely trust him again so it's a lot of work no oh, yeah 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 it, it relationships are a lot of work it's nothing like as you said it's not a fairy tale ending you still every day you stop to built do it um i'm glad that you you decided to just stay like no no what no we're going to work this out because i'm pretty sure you learned a lot about yourself mm-hmm. during that. not even just him but yourself like wow so true yes that's so true because back in in when i was working in the media industry uh i was like the first one from my family to get exposed in to a such a glam industry so none of my family members had any experience how to deal with the different people that i meet each day so it's all up to me like even when i was a teenager i used to handle all the managing works like uh, which show which day talking to the directors teams everything i used to do that my parents or my 
my uh, my father mother was not able to do that so uh, by the time when i got married i had this idea that oh by looking at a person i can guess what kind of a person he or she is i have i've gained that maturity to uh, look and understand a situation but when this thing happened i was like no i had no idea that i'm marrying a person like this by looking at him i was not able to judge or even guess right yeah. so that was kind of a eye opener for me and also one more thing i used to be a very angry person like a short tempered one uh, if something doesn't go the way i expect or if someone is i'm a more punctual person as well so if something gets delayed i might get upset a lot but this issue this particular issue made me so calm i should say like i've become like a zen master because <laughs> <laughs> by shouting at someone you cannot make them listen to you at all i realized that completely and uh, uh, even by calmly saying also that if even only if the person wants to listen they will listen right <laughs> so by shouting you completely ruling out the chance of making them listen to you at all so those kind of things i really learned in this journey and i also um, become more go with the flow person and uh, and i also started believing everything happens for a reason and i am always a firm believer of karma what goes around comes back around right so yeah. and even a lot of bad things were happening to me but i always tried to put my best foot out i tried to wish only good for others uh, even those who did wrong to me i never wish like oh they should be in hell or nothing like that i was like okay your karma will come back to yeah. you <laughs> it will come back it it, yeah. it always does it always yeah. does. that's why that's i always believe out like yeah, yeah. i'm just gonna put out that good energy um no i'm glad that you said that um what was the adjustment like culture wise for you oh culture wise so um i wouldn't call it much because in the current era we see we have netflix amazon prime videos and we see movies of all different cultures things like that and i used to be a movie buff and i was in india my brother he's also a movie buff he used to put all this american films when i when we are a teenagers as well so uh, i was like uh, I, i when i when i came to the united states i felt like oh i know this people i've seen them all in the movies but living among them was quite a different feel for them i was like oh these characters i've seen them in the movie especially uh, in this horror film you will see uh, the toilets where <laughs> when the yeah. tissue runs out a hand will pop out like yeah. so whenever i go to a toilet and if i feel like i'm alone i that scares the shit out <laughs> <laughs> yes i was yeah. ready for that <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> so i was like i i i felt like i know how this culture works here but to live among them to um, how to say to coexist yeah. to cohabitate with them that was a different feeling and uh, I, as i said uh, i i grew up studying in a government school uh, indian government school so english was not even a prime language there so uh, only when i got into media i started working on my uh, speaking skills english speaking skills so after coming to the united states it was so difficult for me to even place an order when i go to a restaurant or starbucks i'll say something they will keep on saying come again come again i'll be so fed up and then like i'm no what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. yeah 
yeah. yeah because here uh, they'll understand it only in a certain way that you have to pronounce it in a very particular way even if you change some decibels or a little bit tweak in a promotion uh, pronunciation they'll be they'll be like no i don't understand so those are the things that was quite challenging but i liked it i liked i felt like oh i'm living the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good that's good i'm glad that you said that um because i know like sometimes when we come from like you know i'm originally from the bronx so like yeah. i went to ghana right okay. and and going to ghana was like oh okay like this is different you know like i had to learn like a little bit of their but they have like multiple languages there but like one of the the places i was in like tweet is like their la- main language so like like as you said like i would order something and i'm like hey and they'll just look at me like what what like even though they speak english there like the menus in tweet so i'm like oh hey how do you pronounce that and then they would tell me and i'm like okay cool this is what i want like i had to just learn to adjust and learn mm-hmm. how to like okay let me lose my accent my new york accent and break it down like this and it was so helpful like just learning that experience it was like oh all right i get it i get it like okay cool like i i can relate on that aspect of like trying to adjust and trying to coexist um but i wanted to ask you um as far as like you coexisting and now like you like okay i'm i'm getting used to this american lifestyle what was next for you in a sense of career wise okay that's a very interesting question because so many things happening in career wise for me this year as i said i joined as the acting modeling instructor in the barbizon acting school barbizon acting school is all across united states they are in 50 states in the united states so that's a real big thing for me as i said for a person who's not even confident in speaking the language now i'm the teacher <laughs> for the future hollywood stars training them in acting and modeling that's So like a real big thing for me and i've signed a movie uh, which is about to be uh, shot this year so i'm playing an important role in that movie yes <laughs> my first debut in american film and uh, another thing i uh, i told you right about my physical transformation in beach body uh, so i uh, actually i use this beach body videos it's an online workout program and uh, through that they, they, it's like a netflix for workout okay they have so many different styles of workout so by doing that those home workouts only i transformed and uh, i sent my transformation picture to them and i got selected in the semi finals yeah from 44000 entries i am in the top 94 yes congrats so, yeah i just gave my interview to the nbc uh, in uh, access to hollywood about my transformation my journey from india to usa so so many interesting things are happening around me and once this covid situation gets better i'm planning to do more workshops on my dance work and i'm also a great artist i draw really well and i've been taking online classes on that so i'm trying to promote uh, art in everyone's life because uh, i i as i said i strongly believe um, we all need some kind of art it doesn't necessarily have to be dance drawing or things like that any everyone should find their own interest in any form of art because that's the only way we can bring balance to the life uh, if you we if you keep working every day and by the time even even if you are earning enough uh, you are happy with your own life still you will feel that emptiness in you why am i doing all this we should have that purpose something that like uh, 
makes us feel liberated, makes us feel connected to the universe. Only art can do that. So my uh, future, like a futuristic goal is to create an art school which can help people uh, to have a balanced life. Sounds like you're about to create an amazing vision board. Because that's what I normally do for like my dreams and goals. I put a vision board up. Like I create one just so I can always like keep aiming to to go higher and keep pushing. Um, no, that's amazing, crazy accomplishments. I'm proud of you. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I it was something that you said um prior to it with the losing weight that I wanted to touch on. Um, at one point, I was like two fifteen, two eighty, right? Wow. Like two fifteen, two two eighteen. Yeah, and um, it was like the happiest point of my life, quote unquote, um, because mm-hmm. I struggled with depression. And I realized, like, wait, hold on, man. These jeans ain't fitting right. Uh, what's going on? I jumped on the scale and I saw it, like, 215. And just like you, I was like, oh, this is, this is I'm not even a dad. I got a dad bod. Hold on, man. We got to lose this. And um, I was able to lose about 55 pounds. Now I'm back at, like, my natural weight. Okay. And for me, it was important to understand things do happen for a reason, right? Like, you know, like of, of like, oh man, like I gained all the weight because I was happy. Right. And I let my body go. And and my wife was like, Hey, I see you struggling with the pants. Like, do you need help putting them on? That was a sign for me to like to lose weight, but it challenged me in a sense of how bad do I want it? Do I really want to lose the weight or do I just want to keep gaining weight? And I kept like working out to like lose the weight. Like you said, you lost yours in what, eight months? Yeah, I lost 50 pounds in eight months. And I lost about 50 pounds in about 55 pounds in about nine to 10 months. Mm -hmm. And after that, I realized, wait, I can achieve whatever I want. Yeah, that's the next level of confidence. uh, Next level. It was like, oh, wow, like I can actually do this. And and you never realize when you put your mind to something that you can do it, right? Because I was like, at the point, I was just like, man, I don't know if I can do this. I was doubting myself. Man, like, oh, I'm. I'm only like 5'11", like, hold on, how did I get this big that fast? But then for me to lock in and then lose it, it gave me the confidence not only to achieve whatever goal I wanted, but to actually share the stories that I experienced. So like my trauma of my past and the childhood. And after that, like so many people have reached out to me. It's like, hey, man, like, why won't you... um tell your story more and more and i created this podcast that you're currently on which i'm grateful for yeah that also gives a sense of control over life right if you want something if you put your mind and soul into it you can definitely get it right yes what was the process for you once you lost your 50 pounds because i know like for me nobody couldn't tell me anything about like hey you can't do this so what was your confidence (laughs) level like for you yeah, as you said, uh, since you already know like how this journey works, the transformation journey, we, the person who wants to lose weight, they clearly know nothing stops you other than themselves. They are the reason why they are in that position right now and they can only pull them out of that situation as well. So for me, uh, I was not like, unlike you, I was not happy. That's why I got weight. I was like so depressed and that's why I got all the weight because all those sleepless nights, crying, improper diet. I was not like taking food at the right time, sleeping at the right time. So those all took 
took its toll on me and i didn't even realize i was getting fat because uh, we didn't go for much shopping things like that it was like nearly one year i hadn't do any shopping at all i was like okay let's and i had these t-shirts of my husband which are like pretty loose for me i used to wear that and it never occurred to me that i'm gaining weight at all so one day around my birthday we thought let's go for a shopping and i picked a dress i'll send that picture to you it will be amazing to look at it i picked a dress size that i used to wear before and it's not getting inside me at all like it's not coming you know the shoulder only it's <laughs> like oh my god what happened to me i pulled it down and i'm not able to recognize myself in the dressing room mirror and at that time also we were not doing well in the financial side as well so uh, i told to myself see nothing goes nothing is in my control in my life like uh, the finance or the people everything is out of my control the only thing i can take control of is what i eat and how hard i work out so let's focus on that these are the only things i can have control over in my life and let's focus on that that's how i started and i had tailbone injury around that time so it was very difficult for me to start with squats things like that but slowly i started with the modified versions it and in the beginning you won't see result at all right for like nearly 3 months yeah that- about 3 months Yeah. yeah not even a inch or a pound <laughs> nothing no result at all it was so upsetting but again that that was my only motivation if i don't do this i have nothing better to do <laughs> i was like i have nothing better to do at all because I, i wasn't even dancing during that time i was completely depressed so i started with this modified workouts and at one point i started feeling better and eventually my weight weights also started reducing and as you said that uh feeling that emotion that we get it's the endorphins right the happy hormones you get after the workout and uh, it started giving my confidence back and that's when i participated in the mrs usa mrs india usa pageant and i won the runner up in that one so after my transformation i thought okay now i have enough confidence let's see because even though i worked in the indian media industry for nearly 10 years after this issue that completely uh, took away all my confidence i yeah. because uh, because i was thinking i am a different different person but i was not able to recognize these issues happening around me and now i'm in middle of it and i'm not able to control it at all those completely those things devastated me so after my transformation i entered into the mrs india usa when when i won the second run uh, runner up title i was like okay i still got it in me <laughs> let's get back to it and that's when i started the dance everything again so it totally gave uh, got my balance back to me that's what i would say that's amazing that's amazing i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you you share that cuz i i get it's important to share that of like confidence and building it and realizing like oh wait i can do this um so if there's someone out here that's listening that's going through somewhat of what you experience as far as like man i'm got to adjust to this country got to adjust to coexisting with everyone else in their lifestyle right what advice would you give them um i would say everyone is fighting their own battle you are not alone that's the first thing i would say because when we go through some tough situation we always tend to think god why me why this is happening to me we everybody in the world is facing something is fighting their own battle and most of the times 
their problems are even way bigger than ours so uh, in in our in south india where i grew up they say, there is a saying uh, if you keep a stone closer to your eyes the entire world will be gone if you place the stone a little bit further away you will realize that it's a small stone that's how the problems are we should never bring it so close then the entire world will disappear only we will be focusing on the problem so try to take a perspective take a deep breath take a walk and put put the distance between the issue and yourself then you will get a perspective of how to solve it or how to move on because most of the not every issue needs to get solved sometimes you just have to leave it and move on with your life and uh, life is beautiful always have hope things keep changing nothing is permanent <laughs> these are all things my grandma used to teach me because uh, she with her experience she is now 76 years old and every issue from my sickness uh, to my media experiences when my marriage was like uh, so those situations happened every time when i go to her she always tells me this thing this too shall pass just go with the flow that's what i want to tell everyone this too shall pass <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it i love it thank you for sharing that So please let everyone know where they can find you at. Okay, so uh, my name is Ishwarya, and my profile, social media profile names are Ice. Yes, Ice Ice Baby Ice. I see. <laughs> Ice Prabhakar is my social media handles. You can find me on all Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, everywhere. I'm not there in Twitter. Twitter is too much for me. So <laughs> only the fun stuff: Insta, Facebook, TikTok, and also I got my YouTube channel where I give motivational videos in my South Indian languages, and I also do uh, dance videos on these uh, special art form that I told you about. I try to do a collab, like a fusion with the traditional South. Indian art form for Western music, so those video videos will be interesting for the audience, I believe. So you can find me everywhere with Ice Prabhakar. <laughs> Thank you. This was outstanding. I appreciate it. You dropped a lot of knowledge. <laughs> I don't think you realized it, um, but thank you for doing this. I appreciate this. Thank you so much, Hb. It was so nice talking to you. I was like talking to my friend. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That means that means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. But until then, see you next time, guys. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Today's episode of the Just Believe podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're currently going through a mental health challenge, don't be scared to look in the show notes and reach out to those resources. If people are going to put labels on you, tell them, look, labels are made for jars, not people. Whatever obstacles that's facing in front of you, you can overcome that as long as you just believe. Until then, I'll see you next week. Peace.